Hi, this is your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to your Practice Power Podcast. First off, I hope you're off to a great start in the brand new year here of 2017. And uh, in this episode, what I want to discuss is uh, an interesting subject for most of us, which is failure. You know, uh, many uh, coaches, consultants are out there talking about how to be successful, uh, giving you different strategies, giving you all these different tools. And uh, I want to do a bit of a 180 for a bit. And let's talk about why advisors fail. Because it's just like success, failure has recipes, habits, patterns, psychology associated to it. And a lot of times when we just look at what it takes to be successful, we also need to kind of look at what it takes to be unsuccessful and in essence unlearn that. Uh, recently, I had the uh, privilege of spending uh, two days out in uh, beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona. I was invited to come uh, by an advisor group and uh, lead my two-day business planning workshop. So for literally two days, uh, and those of you who are members of Practice Power Academy, we did all eight modules in those two days. And what's interesting about that uh, program is that um, there's a window, which is really module number seven, where there's time for advice, if they choose to, to spend a little, again, a few minutes with me discussing their goals, discussing kind of what's going on, uh, seeking my guidance in a very uh, confidential manner, so not in front of the room. And what's interesting is uh, uh, several of them had this phenomenon occur where in 2015, they had tremendous years. They had their best year ever in, in, in one aspect. And 2016, not even close. Totally did not hit, you know, accomplish their goals. Uh, totally were disappointed. Uh, just quote unquote a bad year. Which brought me to a question. Why? What changed in this person from 2015 to 2016? So you start talking to them, right? And you get their story and what they did. And, and, uh, and I remember making the comment to, uh, to one participant. I said, look. What happened was you thought you thought you had it all figured out in 2015. You thought you had cracked the code that, hey, if I did it, that I will just happen again. And assumptions in this business, and I want you all to think about this. Assumptions in this business, good or bad, very expensive. Because the bottom line is what happened yesterday, last week, last year, last month, doesn't matter. Today matters, right? So, so what I want to do over the next, oh, I don't know how long this is going to take. You know, I just kind of go and we'll see where we end up. Is I want to talk about how do you fail? How do you sabotage? How do you, you know, go like this, right? Kind of go up, up, up. And then how do you fall? Because there's a strategy there that you're probably not aware of that I need to make you aware. So let's talk about, you know, what happens. Now, look, in some cases, there are mitigating circumstances, right? Uh, maybe a health issue, a family issue. I mean, there are things that, that happen, but in my experiences, it's in the minority. The vast majority of why advisors stop growing or, or plateau or, or, you know, if you will, regress is they shift certain things about how they think about things and they stop doing the things they know they work, right? Um, there are really two reasons why. Number one is they relax their standards. So, for example, 
when things are going well, you may have certain standards. I'm going to get up at a certain time. I'm going to take care of myself a certain way. I'm going to come in the office with a certain, uh, certain plan. I'm going to do certain things. I'm going to do certain things at a certain level, right? And you commit to those things. You keep your standards high and you stay consistent and then they happen. And then because all of a sudden, here's the differential. Your standards, the way you frame them to yourself. So in other words, the way you propose them to yourself, the way you communicate them to yourself, the way you think about them, are in terms like, I must do this. This has to happen, right? So in other words, your internal dialogue is totally congruent. This needs to happen. I must do this, right? That's how you maintain a standard. When all of a sudden you get to a certain plateau in business, your standards slip. And here's how they slip. You change the framing of them to yourself. So in other words, you shift your internal dialogue to instead of I must do this to I should do this or I'm going to try to do that. And a couple simple words which sound very meaningless and insignificant change everything. As soon as your must becomes shoulds like two tries, your standards fall apart and you just show up. You stop driving what it takes. And that's why it's so important. When I, when we, when I work with clients and we accomplish a goal, so great. No guarantee in the future. It's like, and I, I you know, just for me, I equate a lot of it to athletics, professional athletes, sports, whatever. I say, look, you know, just because you won yesterday doesn't mean you're going to win today or win tomorrow. Just because you got the championship, right, I, you accomplished all your goals in last year, doesn't mean you're going to win the championship this year. There's no assumptions, right? You must maintain standards. And if you look at, I don't care, pick any sport you like, it's totally relevant here, but if you look at, if you look at either teams or athletes, that are consistently excellent. I mean, I win a championship every year, but they're consistently excellent. The one thing you'll always find is incredibly high standards and no compromise. So you got to ask yourself, hey, what are my standards? What do I hold my, what's, what is my code? My code of excellence. You know, what do I live, and what do I live by? What do I run my business by, right? What do, what, what do I run myself by? Do you have a standard of getting up in the morning? Do you have a standard of doing your morning ritual? Do you have a standard of actually doing and reading your business plan? Do you have a standard of working with a daily game plan? Do you, do you have a standard of doing the tough things? You know, talk to clients, prospects, ask for referrals. You know, and, and Brian Tracy says in one of his books, eat the frog. Do you do those things? Or do you just kind of show up and see what happens? Because you had a good year last year. Or I was talking to one of my clients and it was an interesting conversation. I had a great morning. I kind of hit some really big things and I kind of relaxed a little bit. And I told him, I said, look, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to hit your daily goals early in the day, the last thing you ever want to do is for everybody who's watching, listening to me in this podcast, when you're crushing it and you say, I've crushed it enough, do not sit in your office and say, I can now relax. You never relax in your office. The, uh, the psychology or the example I give is if you're a professional athlete and you just scored X amount of whatever it is you're doing, would you just hang out on the field? Would you just kind of, well, I'll just kind of hang out here and the game's still going on, but I'll just hang here. No, you would rest yourself. Your, your coach would take you out, go sit you down, rest you so you don't get hurt or recover, right? You wouldn't be on the field in half capacity. 
because you were successful already. You're going to crush it the whole time or go on the bench or go out and do something, right? Pattern, because when you start as an advisor having a great window of time and then you fluff the rest, you create a standard that makes it okay. And that's why you're, you're not accomplishing everything you want. So again, the first element is standards. So I ask you, oh, I really um, highly recommend you look at your standards because here's what you'll find. When you were going well, there you had a certain level of standard, like guarantee it. And when things weren't going well, you had a different level. You let it slip. So step one, raise your standards. Get back to being accountable. If you can't be accountable yourself, find yourself a coach. Find somebody that will hold your feet to the fire if you're not good at doing it yourself. And by the way, most of us suck at it. And it's okay. Get your ego out of the way and do what's necessary for you and your family. That's number one. The second reason why advisors slip or, or regress is assumptions, like I said earlier, right? Well, just because, you know, I had a great year, so, we, you know, as I told this one uh, participant, hey, you walked into 2016 under the belief that I got this thing figured out, you assumed it was going to happen instead of driving it to make it happen. And that's what a lot of people do. You think, it's, it's almost like you're unhealthy and you make a commitment, I gotta get healthy, either because you wake up one day or you look in the mirror, right, or you try to put something on or you go to the doctor, and then, and then, you know what, like, oh my gosh, I got to get this handled, right? And, you, and you, you raise your standards, you commit, you do all the mental work to kind of make it a must in your mind, right? It is a must, not optional, and you do it. And then you hit your goal, whether it's a, a weight goal or a body fat goal or you get blood drawn by the doc and say, man, this is really good, cholesterol's down. And if you're not careful, your brain will go, ah, we got this done. And then a lot of times people will go back to regress. People that yo-yo diet and people that, and by the way, yo-yo dieting and yo-yo production is the exact same psychology. No difference. When you lose weight, you're committed. When you gain, you think you got it figured out. And then lo and behold, one day you get on the scale and you have that oh crap moment, right? Isn't that exactly what happens to some of you in your businesses? You have a streak going, you feel good, you got momentum, things are happening. Then all of a sudden, you wake up and you say, I got this figured out. And as soon as you say that, as soon as that comes out of your brain, everything that was a must for you, you now frame as a should for you. And once that occurs, the first day of your decline starts, period. And that's why I've got clients in their 60s and their 70s, and I don't care. But when somebody comes into my world and says their goal is, I just want to maintain what I have, I go, welcome to the first day of your decline. Because that's inevitably what's going to happen. This is a business like all, probably most businesses, you grow or you die. We're moving forward or we're moving back. There's no such thing as static in our space. And for a lot of advice, you know, and, and January is one of those months where people come out of the woodwork, come talk to me, which, I'm, which I, I appreciate and I welcome and I'm, I'm happy to talk to any one of you who want to chat with me. When you wake up in the morning and our goal is to maintain 
it's over, man. It is absolutely over. And, and now, when I say that, I don't mean that you got to grow at 20%, 25%, like, you know, blow the doors off. I've got clients that, hey, look, our goal 5 to 10% a year. We want to bring in 6 to 12 new clients, right? We want to bring in, you know, 5 to 8 to $12 million of new money because, you know, we have RMDs, we have leakage, we have all these other things going on, right? And look, for a lot of you, let's face it, your client base is getting older. You're going to, and if you haven't done this, highly recommend you do an analysis of your clients, their ages, what they're going to need to take out and understand how much leakage you're going to have over the next 5, 10 years. And that will wake you up if you think, if you are fat, dumb, and happy. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful manner. I just don't want your brains going that way, right? So assumptions are dangerous. Remember that. Every day, and this way, I, and this is one of my core philosophies as a coach. I've had it for decades. We need to treat each day as the game. And in treating each day as the game, you've got to determine what the rules for you are. And everybody's got, and look, there are no, there are no real universal rules, right? I mean, I guess maybe globally, hey, morning ritual, daily game plan, contacts, uh, how many meetings do we set? How many introduction conversations do we have? All right, I'll give you, all right, I changed my mind now. There are five global rules everybody has every day. Then it's whatever, whatever your world's like, right? Those are the rules. That's what you need to focus on winning today and some days we win and it's effortless and it just happens and it's beautiful right and boy every day should be like this and wouldn't that be a wonderful place to be wake up half the time if not three quarters of the time you're gonna win ugly it's gonna be challenging it's not gonna be a lot of fun you gotta grind through it right but at the end of it you know you can check your boxes for the day you won ugly, but you won. And that's how champions are made. By not, hey, any advisor, any human being can be successful when things are going well. It does not take a lot of courage, fortitude, commitment. It's when things are not going well, or you've had some setbacks, or you've had some failures. How resilient are you? That's really what matters. And that's what you need to develop. So, question for you. When you wake up in the morning, what do you see in the mirror? Because here's what I've come to understand. What you, an advisor slash human being, believe you deserve, what you think you're worth, what you think the value is you bring, all those things have direct, a direct relationship to your level of success, income, however you, happiness, however you, want to, however you want to measure it. Because all of us here have our blueprint, right? And a blueprint is nothing more than a, a emotional, psychological construct of who we are, what we're about, what we believe we deserve. And here's what's interesting. A lot of advisors I speak to think they're lucky. They take no credit for their success. They think, some of them think that if people really found out who I really was, they'd never do business with me. I say, well, and, I, and I ask people, hey, why, why would you say that? And it's, well, I have no financial plan. I'm in debt. I have no, you know, I mean, like all the, the cobbler's kid who has no shoes, right? 
there's a big part of our industry that lives in this concept, this, this, this space, right? Of, in, in essence, in their minds, they're a fraud. They're inauthentic. And you know what I say to a person like that? You have a choice. You could do a financial plan, even though you don't have any finances, right? You can go ahead and start making changes to shift that. Because here's the reality, and, and I've said this, and for those who have watched or listened to me on these podcasts or, or you know, been around me, you know I, I'm one of my core beliefs about this business. It's the ultimate personal development business. And what I mean by that is the more you develop yourself, the more you understand yourself, the more you understand your wiring, how you approach things, right? Your self-worth, self-image, all that jazz. The more you understand that, the more successful you're going to be because, again, this is, business is about emotional capital, not intellectual capital. And I'm going to keep stressing that because there's, there's still this belief in this industry, let's go get another designation, we'll be more successful. The reality is, no. If your head's not on in the right way and you've got limiting beliefs, challenges that way, I don't care how you're educated, you will sabotage yourself. Now, that's the truth. You may not like it, because at the end, but here's the beauty of it. You have 100% power to change it, to solve it. And sometimes it happens like that. Sometimes it's a bit of a process. You know, everybody's a little bit different. And everybody, you know, it's like a record, right? How, how deeply are the grooves? How deeply are the patterns, right? The behavioral patterns, the emotional patterns, the psychological patterns. Because at the end of the day, that's what's going to matter. And some people can erase it real quick. All the people, you know, we got to program a little bit. And I use that word specifically. It's not a bad word, right? You got to make that choice. And the reason why I'm saying to you, why am I doing this on this podcast this time of year? Because we are almost into the third week of the year and I know what's happening. Some of you got this real commitment because maybe you did a business plan or a new year's, God help you, a new, new year's resolution, right? And now we're into week three and guess what happens for most people? Whoa, we start sliding, right? Well, I was committed. Well, you know, I'm asleep. You know, first week of the month, you got up, got up early, did your morning ritual, exercise, watch what you ate. Week two, yeah, kind of still did okay for most of you, right? Week three, hmm, that snooze button looks pretty damn good right now, right? Oh, you know what? Yeah, let's order a number two, super size for lunch, right? All of a sudden, this, this week and the next week are when the standards, in my experience is, by February, you know, if you're not, if, if you can make it through February, March and keep consistent, man, you have a tremendous opportunity to have a great year this year. But if we're into week three and we're sliding already, fix it. Or, as I tell some of my other clients, hey, look, you've been trying to get healthy for decades, right? What are you, and like one client, love him to death, you know, one of his goals has always been to, to get healthier. It's a nice way of saying lose some damn weight, right? He's tried to, I said, I said, look, what are you going to do different this year than you've done in previous years? Because if you're going into this year with the same concept, I'll just work harder, I'll try more, or my favorite, I'm going to commit this time. Well, you said that the last five years. What the hell is going to be different, right? you got to have a different strategy. Bottom line, it's, look, we're all intelligent people. If you deployed the same strategy for a period of time and not gotten the results, 
so my, my, would, that would indicate to me that you need to try a different strategy, right? Period. So don't sit there, because here's what I, look, there are two things that are detrimental to an advisor. I mean, millions of dollars of lost income. Two things, their ego and their arrogance. These two things cost more people success in this business than any other place because they think they got it figured out. They don't need any help. Everything's good. And then you talk to them. I've been in this business 25 years and I'm, I'm doing 250. You know, it's funny for me and I'm, I'm going to go on a little tangent then we'll wrap it up. The people that contact me, a lot of times, are the people that are going to be very successful. They want to be, a high, they want to be at a higher level of success. The people that really need to contact me their brain's like, I got it all figured out, and they're struggling. They, they're 90 days from bankruptcy, right? They, 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 they're ego because they're smart. They just can't raise their hand and say, you know what? I need help. I need, I need to put a team around me. I need to put the right people around me. And remember this, and this is something that, that you know, I had forgotten about, and I was reminded recently. We are the sum of the five people that we hang out with the most. So who you know, so do you have a coach as one of your five? You have the right influencers around you. Because again, that matters. And I'm not saying this because I want you all to call me or email me. I'm, I mean you can, I'm totally cool with that. But don't sit there and delude yourself that your 2017 is gonna be my breakout year. I'm gonna put it all together after 20 years or 10 years or five years, and I'm gonna turn this thing around because I'm committed. And then you do the same damn strategies that you did that got you nowhere or backslid you. You're smart enough to know that will not work. So get your ego, check it, take your arrogance, put it away, and figure out this year what you're going to do different. Okay? Have a great couple days. I hope you enjoyed watching or listening, depending on, on how you're consuming this. And again, if you if you'd like me to address anything, uh, I, you know, email me. It's uh, it's on the uh, if you're on my website reading this, it's there. Uh, J J L. So Joseph John Lucas J J L at IPG India Papa George Inc. net. You want a topic discussed? I'll be happy to do that. You got a question? Throw it at me. I'll answer back to you. You want to just chit chat? Reach out. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening and watching. Goodbye.